Yeah. Let's do it. Don't, this is the year of Verizon bill. Get up. Arise. Don't give yourself nine more months. Say next year. Yeah. No, no. It's not yeah. time for next year yet. It's still this year. <laughs> I remember teaching when we start this teaching. It says arise means stand up. <laughs> stand up straight. Get confront. <laughs> Come on. You got to confront some stuff now. Nehemiah arise right there. Nehemiah ready to confront the evil of his time. What destroy the walls in Jerusalem. He was ready. He was up. He was standing up straight and he can do something. So we hope that throughout this week, we will help you to arise and build whatever God wants you to build in 2023. How do we know what God wants us to build? Well, we have to go before him. We have to come before him with a humble heart, with a heart of servitude. What does he want us to do? And it has to be a greater purpose than just ourself. We have to know that it's a greater, it's the greater good. It's what God desires for us to accomplish and set in motion for upcoming generations to reap from, to benefit from. The kingdom of God is generational. It's from generation to generation. So there's some things that we're to build and complete in this time. And there's some things that we are to build and set in motion for future generations to complete. So we have to continue have a kingdom outlook on things from generation to generation. The world says you work for this many years and then you're done. You retire. That's it. No, not with God. It's not so. The Bible gives specific directions for older people, more seasoned people to sow into the lives of younger people. Even just by teaching them, it says in Titus, uh, teach the wives how to love their husbands, how to operate in the virtue of the Lord. So there are things that um, we can all pass down and sow into upcoming generations. So God is not done with you yet. If you think that you're retired and your work is done, let me disappoint you today. There is still much more for you to do. There's another leg of the legacy that God has set for you to bring forth in this earth. So Monday and Tuesday, we've been in Nehemiah chapter 1 and chapter 2, establishing purpose, time, access and provision we must set a time if we just um say we're going to do something but we don't establish or set apart that consecrated time to do it it's not going to happen i know i was working on something for a few years and then i stopped working on it for a few years and then um pastor had challenged us in a time of fasting back in 2019 he said what's stopping you from doing the things that you're supposed to be doing that that was the the word of the day that was the voice behind the voice what are you doing that's stopping or what is what's stopping Stopping you you from doing doing. what you're supposed to be doing so i said huh i better get that thing back out and i had to make a consecrated time i said okay every day one hour in the morning i'm working on this thing and when you set time to work on something you will be amazed at how quick you complete it (laughs) you have to set the time Time. you can do some i know that if i don't set the time Mm -hmm. nothing is going to happen every day I have a list, and it says I'm going to get this in order. Number one, number two, number three. And as I'm going through it, it says, okay, I get this one done, next one. Then I work on that one, get it done, next one. And it says I'm going to finish at 5 o'clock. So I'm watching the time as I work. How many things I can get, how many of those on my list I can get done by 5? And sometimes 5 come, 
And I says, you know what? I didn't get this one. Day. I'm working on it, and I'm not going, I'm going to stay at the extra hour. Mm-hmm. You got to set the time. If you don't set the time, then you just pass through the day. And you look, it's at 5 o'clock. Where, ooh, where, where did the day go? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the answer. Yeah, so the measure of produ- productivity is in the list, in the written form. Mm, and, yeah. you know, the people have different um, people have different demands on their day and different abilities and opportunities throughout their day. So what's a productive day for one person may not be a productive day for another person and vice versa. So I was talking to um, somebody about this recently that's been recovering um, from illness. I said, no, you set your level of productivity Activity. when you set your day. If you say my goal for today is to be able to get from the bed and sit at the table and drink a cup of coffee and, and you, you do it, you, you, you just did. had a productive you day. Did. And somebody else might have 25 things on the list that they're going to do, and when they finish it, they had a productive day. They reached 100% of the tasks on their list, just like the person who made it from the bed to the table to drink their coffee for completed 100% of what they set to do that day. So our level of productivity, our feeling of accomplishment comes from setting a purpose, setting a time, and then doing it. But if we just let the whole day pass, let the time pass, then we wonder where did the time go? What do I have to show for this time? Because I spend the whole time. I have 24 hours. You remember one time my teacher said, oh, yes. all... That's a hard word. Yes. We all have the same 24 hours. That's a hard word. Yeah. Yeah, all have the same 24 hours. Yes, we do, if we want to make face it or not. We all do. <laughs> I remember teaching that that. So you can't say this person has more than you. No, we all have the same 24 hours. Is what we do with it that matters. How we spend it. How do you spend your 24 hours will determine how far you go. That's it. And that was in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse yeah, 11, yeah, because yeah, I remember yeah. it was 911. Yeah, Ecclesiastes yeah. chapter 9, <laughs> verse 11, yeah. that each of us have the same amount of time, time, and we all have the same amount of opportunity <laughs> or chance is the, the word yeah. differentiation in different translations. Yeah. It says that time, time and, and chance, chance, time and opportunity <laughs> happen it's to so all. all. And it is true. We all have 24 hours in a day, no matter if we live in North America, Asia, Antarctica, wherever we are, no matter how old we are, if we're 5 years old, 15 years old, 50 years old, 100 years old, we all still have 24 hours in a day. So the question is, what are we doing with it? That, That was a tough word because it says that time and opportunity happen to all. So you can't say you never have it. You got 24 hours. It's happened to all. And in that 24 hours, there is what? Opportunity for every one of us. What are you doing with it? Okay, yeah. that was tough We one. have to be prepared. <laughs> we have to be prepared for when the opportunity comes. Because yes. if the opportunity comes and we're not prepared, there's not going to be any elevation. Yeah. So we have to be preparing. What you're doing when nobody is looking determines your level when you come into view. So we have to be prepared for when the opportunity comes because it has to be both together. If there's just a whole bunch of preparation and no opportunity, then there's also no elevation. So we have to have our preparation has to meet opportunity, and that brings forth our elevation. So if you're saying, like I, I used to say, my excuse used to be, well, I had 24 hours, but I got too much to do in my 24 hours. I got more to do than this person. No, then we still, it comes back to time management. There's other stuff that you got to pull out in order to be able to put 
the right stuff in? Do we have to get some of the good stuff out of the day? Like the stuff, oh, I got to do it because it's good. I got to do it because it's good. I got to do it because it's good. And come back to what is right to be able to fulfill this vision, this purpose that God has sent me in the earth to do. <laughs> yeah. So it's a hard word this morning. That's Ecclesiastes <laughs> chapter 9, nine verse 11. 911. <laughs> <laughs> Time and opportunity happens to all. So you don't have more time than I have. And I don't have more time than you have. God has given each and every one of us 24 hours. That's it. We all have that. And within that 24 hours, the opportunity always passing by each one of us. So you got to grab a old, find out what God has for you. Find God's purpose. As we says this week, there is purpose, there's access, there's provision. You got to find what is the purpose for my life and how can I access it? In Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 6, Then the king said to me, the queen also sitting beside him, How long will your journey be? And when will you return? So it mm-hmm. pleased the king to send me, and I set him the, a, a time. time. So that's where that principle comes from. I set him a time. So before he ever got in, engaged in this conversation, he already knew the time. Why did Nehemiah already know the time? Because he had already went in consultation with God. God. Watch this, Diane. Hold your thought right there. Mm-hmm. What if ne- when the king asks him, so what time are you going to be back? He said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you will be yeah. going. Yeah. I don't think you will be going. Mm-hmm. He says, so, okay. Oh, so what time are you going to be coming back? I don't know. That's indefinite. He might never come back. <laughs> yeah, because the king was making a sacrifice right. as well. Because well, yeah. Nehemiah was serving him. Yes, so right. he had to release Nehemiah for a period of a time. time. So he wanted to know because he had to make provision, provision. because he's going to have to replace yes. Nehemiah for amount of time. And he was also making the sacrifice of using his good name yeah. to write these letters yeah. to get Nehemiah the access and to get Nehemiah the provision. That's how we know that Nehemiah had a good reputation with the king based off of excellence. Because the king's not going to use his good name no. <laughs> if Nehemiah was wishy-washy yeah. about things in his, the way that he was as an employee as he served the king. So the king knew. Okay, Nehemiah, he's on the up and up. I've seen his excellence. So if he tells me he's coming back in this amount of time, then I believe he's coming back in this amount no, of time. time. His word is good. He, and he's knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. He's not guessing. Nehemiah had a, a scope of what he was going to do. Because he says, and I said to the king, if it pleases the king, and if your servant found favor in his sight, I ask that you send me to Judah to to the city of my father's tomb, that I may rebuild it. So he already know it's, it's going to do a rebuilding of something. And he says, okay, then what? how much you need, how much time you need, what time you need, how long it's going to take you. And we see, and he set him a time. And Pastor had brought out this point when he was teaching this at Celebration Tabernacle. In the um, brackets, it says, the queen also sitting beside him. 
So there's always going to be there's going to be people who are going to be looking yes. more closely and want more detail Come on, about <laughs> what's going on. Yes. So you have to be able to articulate that. You have to have a head start on that because her opinion also matters. matters. So there's going to be people who are involved with other people and everybody has to be on board. So we have to make sure that we have the answer to the tough questions that may come when we are presenting an idea or a project. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Lord, I-